Hey, uh, let's go. Uh, hey, woo, yeah, yeah. Uh, get it in your face hole. Get it in your fucking face hole, cunt baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What it does? What is Papa? What is Cracker lacking? Everybody, my name is Casual C in a building. My name is uh, Radio Nosh Dog. Oh, I like that. Uh, my name is Casual Radio Dan. <laughs> I like, well, you know what? We, you are our son. You are our son. God damn it. I, I literally am. I I was born by you two. The, exactly, <laughs> right? Seed of our loins. Wow. I, I was born via you two. <laughs> it's kind of hot, right? And welcome to uh, episode right. 118 of uh, Bad Habits of Podcast. We're in the motherfucking building. Get that applause right there. You know the vibes. Shout out to Tiffany checking out the new setup. Uh, people might be able to hear that uh, I feel like my uh, sultry tones are a little closer to your ear hole. You have the in, the intimacy setting on. You, like yeah, you sound like I Barry White now, mate. You like Barry White. Mm, yes, it's it it fucking beautiful. Mm. Finally got out uh, and act uh, together and we... Sorry. Oh, I probably could have been doing dog. having a microphone. Sorry. It's like yours is way easier. My shit's like always been somewhere else. It's like a pain in the ass. So I, we finally got the um, the Shaw SM7Bs. The like the like they've been around for like forty years. The 50 podcast years type mic. shit, like classic. The vocal mic. Yes, and uh, they've really been easy to use. So I had to sort of like it all has been pretty simple. Just figuring out a few little tweaks, and this is the first time giving it a belt and on any content that we've done. So I wasn't sure. We weren't sure which type of uh, um, stand to get and shit. And we just got a regular like boom mic stand, which is perfect because you can just put that bitch to the side and you just have a little guy right there. And we did a few little audio tests with Notion to make sure. Because when I buy it, the motherfucker goes, oh, you need this thing called a cloud lifter mic amplifier because this mic is inherently soft. And I was like, fuck's sake. Um, he's like, just try it first and see how you go. Even when I was Googling it and YouTubing it to see what's popping, and people were using that. So when I plugged it in, immediately it was significantly lower. But I cranked it up and did a test and sent it to Notion. He was like, it sounds great. So I'm like, sweet, we're not going to get that for now. But it's nice, you know? First time upgrading, I don't know, podcast setups and all that stuff. In aside from the set, you know, well, not this one as much for bad habits because i still got to figure that out better. But the other podcast right there, you know? It's, it's nice. nice to have new tools, mate. Nice. Well done. Professionals. Yeah, you know, now we just need Dan. Dan needs a mic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what, Dan? I need a mic. I'm just using leaky AirPods right now. <sighs> leaky AirPods. I've got your other one here, yeah. actually. We did a, I was, we're a bit late filming tonight just because we, um, whatever, we had to decorate the office. Finally, we got this shelf and we finally did it and, and had to like, rearrange a bunch of the basement here where I'm recording with like all the books were in boxes and try to figure out a few things. And the fucking, what was I saying that for? Wow, I'm not even lit, and I forgot what I'm saying that for. We were lit. Rearrange the basement. Um, oh, yeah, and I found, thank you, and I found, Dan, you brought, when you first moved here, you brought this USB mic. It's like this ball, metal ball on legs type of thing. Uh, and I found that here, mm. down here. So yeah, I have mm. So next time I see you, I'll get that to you. So then maybe that could be something that you could even plug into the computer on your side and record it separately. So then you've got something directly that you're speaking into. Um, 
as opposed to the computer. I think the computer audio is kind of fine, though, to be honest. I don't think it's that bad. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. The voice memos on iPhone is, uh, you know, that's the only thing which is a bit funky, you know. Yeah. But, but if you have other that, than that like, then it's pretty you know. decent, right? Well, then even now, like, yeah. I'm, I'm running this kind of like notions. Like, I have to be running Logic in the background to record this. As opposed, to I had the the external mic, the Zoom uh, H4n. So mm-hmm. if you have your one, you should be able to plug it into your computer, and then it should be able to record it locally on your computer, I guess. And and it will have a yeah. separate track that'll be a little tighter, and uh, then we can hear your uh, manly voice just making panties melt. Mm, I'll be down to make it more tight. I bet you will be. Oh, I bet I you would be, Daniel. I bet you will be. So what's going on with you cunts, man? What's going on? How's the week been? What's cracking? What's news? For me and Dan, you tell us what's going on. Uh, I will fool you in personally. Um, Ooh. What have I been doing? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my life has just been uh, work, really. Uh, studying for some stuff as well, work. Good trying shit. to learn Spanish. Uh just a bunch of work-related stuff, really. My week has been... You've been hustling. Uh, hmm? You've been yeah, hustling, man. Big, big time. That's, that's what it's really been. Um, other than that, watching football every day this uh, this past week. And um, yeah, oh, and now this week coming, I'm uh, staying at a friend's crib with my partner. And uh, we're staying here for a whole week as we're puppy-sitting her dog. Uh, okay. Yes, and I'm very excited. I am uh, very, very excited. How do you feel about that responsibility? Uh, it's difficult because uh, obviously Mel's fine because you know she she's, done she's owned dogs uh, before. She's done it there before. Uh, me, it's just kind of like I feel like any slight thing could kill this dog, and this dog has just walked in to the bedroom because he knows how to open the door. Because for like... some reason the door. It has like no latch. Like we could, I'm trying to pick him up. Look what he's doing. Here we go. He's such a big boy. Oh my there god. Go. There he is. That's the treacherous what a cute dog. Little yeah. muffin he's a cute dog. Yes. You can't be mad at that face. Oh god, he's gonna take out my earphones. Um how big is he gonna get? He's gonna get massive. Okay, massive. Out. <laughs> I don't can't hear. It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry, Dan. We'll take Thank you. we'll hold it down from here. We'll hold it down from here. How big is he there gonna we, get? Because he looks like he's gonna be a uh, like a hundred, hundred and fifty pounder. Yeah. He's yeah, he will be. He'll be massive, like absolutely biggest dog you've probably ever seen. He's gonna be huge. <laughs> Pony. He's ready so for winter. Pony. Pony, yeah. Um but yeah, like he's he's a he's a good boy. He's very smart. Very okay. smart, you know. Do you Bernie's mountain dogs are great. Okay, Burmese Mountain Dog. Yes, I think they are very cute. Heard about those ones. I, yeah, definitely got a really good face. Do they like? Obviously, notion I haven't owned dogs until like Barrington for myself. The mm-hmm. thing that I always find like I could be like you could trust anyone to take a dog for a walk, but like Barrington always does certain things. Like you, I know the things that he's going to try and eat. There's some like he'll ignore cigarette butts, but he'll go for a pine cone or he'll go for anything that's like a tissue or a little piece of paper or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. did they, because, like, if I had to, I'd be cautious if someone had to walk him, I'd be like, he's going to try and eat that piece of shit, literally poo, and get pavo. So you're going to have to make sure, he, and you have to watch him. Like, you don't really look up that much when you're walking Barrington. you got to look at him the entire yeah, yeah, time. Because yeah. you look away for a second, and then he's gone and eating something, and then he got to go to the vet, because that's literally that's happened. fucked up shit. So it is. Did they tell you, like, the owners tell you like, things like that? 
Oh, yeah, the, uh, the owners gave us like a whole massive paragraph and a, a, a bunch of shit that I need to, that like non-negotiables and necessities and shit. And uh, in terms of like walking and stuff, um, we've been told not to walk him. So um, why is that? He will get he'll get some small exercise. I think because uh, he hasn't got his final um, shots. Yeah. vaccine in it so he can he can walk but he can't interact with other dogs we just walk on the other side of the street if you see someone yeah that's the thing so the only time I've, we've been outside just to take him for a pee and uh sometimes he just like walks me so it's kind of just like we've just been outside going from like one part of it's literally right next to the nw on saint laurent so it's like we're literally behind um, the nw and it's like hold up saint laurent from one part to the other Oh, down uh, Plateau, like down Duluth, Roy type of Yeah, way? yeah, yeah, yeah. Depend, I think it is. Okay, are oh, you down there? Okay. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Hood. Okay, so interesting. Okay, so it makes kind of sense because he's a big boy. I guess you can play with him in the house and like throw, do the rope tug. Yeah, yeah. The ball, throw exactly. through something. Around. The rope tug is a, is a lifesaver. Yeah. Oh, it really is. And it ties him out too. Like Barrington does then. He went up going to that, mm. like the happy face type shit <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. Um, which I, I okay. This is this is the reason I'm asking is just like I always wonder because sometimes we feel like bad owners because we're like like you know we haven't taken him for a proper outside walk since last weekend because we were in Rochester and we sort of mm-hmm. he didn't really get like a walk walk but we were doing shit all the time so he was just walking a lot so it kind of worked out that he would but like all week's been really shitty like we had that ice storm out here it's kind of like these weird ice packed up snow where you, you yeah. stand on the snow it's been and cold as hell over here as well i've had some i've heard i had some friends out there and they were saying they couldn't believe how cold it is i'm like yeah bitch my trail's fucked but the um yeah it's good to know that like i guess when they're puppies and they're young and you know it's not and also the weather's yeah. so fucking bad you can give them like um what's the word like enriching activities that stimulate both the brain and their body type shit like exactly we get like a, a towel and you put like treats in the towel and you roll the towel up and then tie it into oh like yeah a yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen uh, the owner Do she that. does that a lot so the owner, he likes to have a cabbage as well the cabbage whole cabbage because it kind of like stimulates his brain as well and he kind of has to like unravel the leaves and stuff which is quite quite smart interesting Barrington could He's never smart. yeah but, okay like he's literally you give them a whole ball can he eat it? Um, or is that okay like, for? Yeah, he can eat it. He can eat it. Yo, which is quite fun. fun fact about and cabbage. He, the carrots. he has he has a whole carrot. If I may interrupt with a fun fact guess? about cabbage, mm-hmm. I literally saw on this uh, health Instagram cabbage. Yeah, uh, the page that I follow. Um, basically, if, if you have the demonstration was if you cut a whole bunch of cabbage, like if you have a whole section, like, you know, three, four, five leaves, whatever, they're like, put it over your knee and like tape it or, you know, tie it to your knee and it soothes and cures and helps inflammation and joint pain and all this sort of shit. Putting like a bunch of cabbage leaves on your knee or joints that are whatever, dismayed or fucking sprained or whatever, needs some soothing. That is the most random fact I could have just popped up with, but that's something that I saw the other day. I had to share that. That is so fucked. So cabbage like heals that. and like deals heals, with, heals inflammation and deals with joint pain. So pass that along to whoever. And uh, that sounds like some grandma fucking hippie remedy, and I'm so for it. Um, I just the episode name could be cabbage. Heals. Dude, I googled it after I watched the video, and it's legit. It came up Ooh. on like five six 
really reputable health website. So I was like, okay, cool. Let's go with that. Cabbage. So keep cabbage on deck. On deck. Honestly? On deck. I like that. Okay, nice. Daniel's out here doing it. I would let go the more you know. I would like a bit of deja vu. So I feel like yeah. uh, I like that. I love deja yeah. vu. Um, nice. Sick, man. No, it was cracking. It was cracking. What's news? What's popping? Mate, just staying busy, uh, staying consistent, and uh, doing my best to get as much sunshine because it's been a really cold week. Um, been a few gray days, but when the sunshine comes out, I'm basically just balls out, just copping all the rays, copping all that vitamin D. It's- Flopping. And, uh, yeah, just, yeah, Notion MTB, um, lots of videos coming out. Uh, like I said last week, there's, you know, eight videos a week, um, long forms on Friday. So, yeah, just been doing really well. Uh, the goals, everything's just trajectory up. So just keep going on the editing. Um, I've got stuff scheduled up to like June now. So I'm just doing that. Uh, been mastering or doing some fix ups and some master jobs and mixing a couple of new songs. Um, by a rapper named Serna from, I think, London, I think, Kitchener, London. Okay, is that like six dyslexic or something like that? Okay. Someone was like tagging they were working with you and because I'm obviously- Oh, that's uh, Fortunato and um, Hand Solo Records. So um, Fortunato put out a a record with Sean One, um, producer, and I mixed and mastered that whole thing. I recorded most of the songs for that as well. So I recorded uh, like eight out of 12 songs or something like that, like approximate portion, and then, yeah, mixed and mastered the whole shit. So then uh, Fortunato just filmed a video. I don't know exactly what area, but it was, uh, you know, at the water and uh, he was freezing his tits off, so the man braved the elements for a crazy video. So he just posted like a snippet. I put it on my Instagram. uh, I think it might have been yesterday. I'll I'll keep reposting it because they're pretty good on the socials. So, um, yeah, new project with Fortunato and Sean One. It's really good, honestly, genuinely. Um, Fortunato is just getting better as a rapper as he's getting older and, um, you know, just kicking ass. The beats of fire, very well put together. I didn't know who Sean was. Sean one was until Fortunato introduced me to him via hearing his shit while I was recording it. It's fucking dope, man. So it's definitely uh, quintessential hip hop, boom bap, quality, conscious, positive, really good uh, quality hip hop. So yeah, that's a new one. Um, that's what that was. Just yeah, getting nice. tagged by. There's a few a few accounts and a few people. There's a there's a bit of a team behind uh, the Hand Solo Records. And uh, the way they push stuff, so that's one of the one of the outlets, I think. Who owns them? Like, who's the people behind them? Uh, Thomas Quinlan is the guy that I know personally. Like, he's you know, Rhino's put out stuff with them uh, before yeah. with Han Solo, and uh, the last couple of Rhino records that I've mixed and mastered, I've had to you know send files to Thomas, and uh, yeah, it's great dude. From what I've I've only e met him, um, but yeah, he's cool as fuck, and everything's fine. Just send all the files along and everyone's just like, Dope. boom, got all the business and then we handle it. So easy. it's a good bunch of guys to work with. And yeah, so another dope quality hip hop project out of fucking Illnote Studios with my hands on it. So I was pretty happy with that. Uh, uh, uh. It's happy to, for, for something to see I the like light that. of day because there's a lot of projects that I've that I've done that are, that are still you know waiting <clears throat> to come out. So I'm just kind of like, cool, another one's out there so I can show some people some progression on my mixing or beats or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's a problem with music, right? It actually takes fucking forever. Yeah, sometimes. To get out part of the game. Yeah. Good, good shit, man. Um, what about you, mate? I have, 
Yeah, I was going to tell you about this. I'm trying to even think with me. I got another thing I want to bring up on that note as well. But uh, no, I can't remember this week, I guess, because last weekend we went to uh, upstate New York. Just been really tired all week. I don't know. I forgot that, like, that was the first time, like, traveling, I guess, in a while. Mm. And, like, I'm fuck, I'm still feeling it. I'm just so tired. I just haven't, I've had shit sleeps all week. My lips are fucking dry. I just feel exhausted and run down. It's fucking annoying. And also, the weather's been like trash out. So, we didn't do dick all this last week. Um, the only thing, yeah, sponsors for high season, been working with um, this brand that we would have affiliate with anyway. And then they reached out, which is great. So, getting some nice little sponsor work for that. Yeah, shooting videos and us keeping Dan busy. Um, and I guess like yesterday we just went out and su- supported Longer McQuaid instead of like Amazon to get the mics. We just wanted them. I've been wanting this fucking shit for so long. And Tiff was always like, yeah, yeah, keep being, you know, sure you want the mic. Like just knowing that I'm, she always makes fun that I'm the spender in the relationship. Yeah, which I guess fair I, enough. You're, um, you're also a bit of a cunt you know, too, so she's got a lot to deal with. She knows. <laughs> I feel, I feel for her for sure. Um, but the microphone looks fly though. It definitely <laughs> looks profesh fam. Yeah, we needed this one, but the more we found more use cases for it. That was like the only reason I'm talking about it again is the most exciting thing that's happened to me all week. Mm-hmm. But it was it was cool. It ended up being like a, a more expensive by the time you get the mics and then the stand. The stand was cheap as shit, but then the – what else you have to get? Mic stand. Oh, and then the cables as well. So I had to buy cables because I didn't Gotta want to get specific. And then cables. now I'm just rocking the Apollo. Yeah, I, I got good ones. So everything's sweet with that. But – um. Yeah, it's been, this is cool because I'm excited now for the different content. So the high season videos, what we realized was, I mean, this is an interesting problem that we didn't anticipate was we were in a one bedroom apartment for, that was nine years in one and then another year in another one. And they were basically the same. So anything we recorded, there wasn't too much stuff to bounce off. We always had some sort of a rug or whatever the fuck. Now we're in this house and the, it's I don't minimal. mean, because that's massive, but it's cavernous. It's like, and our videos... Mm. And we record a lot of them, like just in the downstairs living room, which sound is bouncing off the the island and like the the wooden floors. And there's not that much. I'll send you a plugin for that stuff. I've got something for you up. that I can send you that you should be able to install. That takes care of that. Okay, it's like takes uh, room noise away. Okay, so then I was going to talk to you about yeah. all that anyway. But basically, we're going to probably try and use these for high season videos. That'll help now. a lot. So then the high season, yes. So the high season video, and I saw a thing where you can plug this into you don't have to use the apollo you plug this into the zoom and then you do the line out from the zoom into the camera mm. so it'll automatically just go capture straight to the, the video and then tiff can capture from this as the audio and then you can detach that in final cut and then i was going to ask you because you can eq it's got the full eq like on logic where you can like i was going to say to tiff maybe there's like a, a preset yeah, that you send can you. suggest that she does i'll make that it for either you. Yeah, and a preset send it, that she send you the file. mimics Perfect. Yeah, it has to be Final Cut because in Final Cut. So she's not going to export the audio, process it in Logic, then import it back in. That's a whole thing. But you can fuck with the audio in Final Cut. Okay, cool. So then I'll, I'll make one and then send you the Final Cut like uh, pre-save file. But yeah, we'll do that later. Yeah, sweet. I'll, I'll talk to you about it later. But yeah, I'm just excited for that and doing like those, um, you know, like Piff Marty does. He does his little short uh, pieces of content yeah. um, for social. So like, yeah, I feel like with this thing, it's it's just, this is always different to my mic over there. Like that's the rapping mic. It's, it's just different. I never really wanted to use that for all the content. So this is like just perfect because then we can use it for, there's already two podcasts, you know, there's going to be future ones, of course, and all the other content. So I'm kind of just more excited to have this. And the one thing that was always a little like, 
we were chilling on a bit was the audio. Um, it's just always seemed like a pain in the fucking ass to put together. But this was pretty good. This has been like probably the one of the most audio is the worst. Getting new equipment is the worst. <laughs> like there's always a drama. I don't know if you guys. Well, I mean, Dan, you probably didn't. Man, with it, I've but, had the same microphone for how, when did I buy this? See, two thousand and four. Buy this. Uh, no, I got mine in two thousand five, and I got mine before you. So you either got it 05 in 05, or 06. Yeah, probably in the summer of 05. I don't. Something like that. I have no idea. But we got it back in 2005. So coming up, it was, it was a while ago, but it was just a whole ordeal. I even bought, got a computer custom made and then it didn't work. And then I had to fucking sell it and then get a Mac because PCs, I was PC back then. Ew, I'm yeah. right. And then moved on to the Mac. Wow. I, I, know, I didn't want to so spend, uh, you were like like six down, <laughs> so shut up. <laughs> you couldn't even spell PC, fam. Relax, isn't it? Yes. Dan, tell everyone that you want to buy a PC. Tell everyone about your PC oh, dreams. What, dude? Yo, I got. All right, yo, chill, chill, man. Sharing <laughs> um, out all my information. I know, I know. See, don't, don't, don't push me. Flip don't push all. me. I'll let man's know. I know they're better for games. I know, like they're like beasting for games, but still, you have to use a PC with a little clicky keyboard. A little click, 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 click. Little clicky. Fucking little. Hate them bitches. Um. Anyway, nothing really much else fun happened to me beside this, but I thought this thing was interesting. So, no, she was saying, you just mentioned something, and this is kind of to both you guys, just a thought. Um, you mentioned that, like, say, Fortunato was getting better at rapping as he got older, and you and I were, were doing this. So I haven't written – I've had so much music up my sleeve, I probably haven't, like, had to make new music for a while. So I, I probably wrote something maybe last earlier last mm. year or something. I don't even remember. And fucking – I had to. I want to try to write something, so I wrote a verse to this beat that we were supposed to do. And I don't know if I'm feeling the verse is like fine, but I don't really love the beat and the flows because the beat directs the flows. Uh, I don't love it, but I'm like, okay, I've still got it. My point was, I was worried I couldn't do it anymore, yeah. like because it had been a little while. Because I just had so much stuff, and I just kind of wanted to live life a bit and to to not have to always write because we've been writing music constantly for twenty years, twenty one for me since two thousand two. I mean, we've been writing probably before then. Yeah, yeah but like actually, actually recording yeah. and putting stuff out. Yeah, so I'm just going to quickly read some of this. So Il Vibe's one of our friends. He's a uh, a rapper and he's a, also an entrepreneur. I've known him for basically 10 years, I guess, since we moved here. Mm. Um, great dude. Uh, lives not too far from where I am now. So we'd be meaning to catch up because him and his missus are hustlers and they're really doing well in their business. And he has had some really interesting insights as his business is called lyric vid. So he does lyric videos and he was doing that shit way back in the day. And he's, he was just doing it. And I think he was inspired by Tiff and I working together. So then he brought his missus in and then she got really good at it. And then they built this real, you know, they got like six employees. Like, yeah, it's a whole, they're doing it's a fantastic. Whole team bought a house off the Crazy. business. Yeah. It's very impressive, man. I'm very impressed. Like it'd be cool to have him on just to even talk about it on the pod. Cause it's just an interesting mm. thing that they're doing. So because as they've grown the business, because he was doing lyric vids before anyone was really doing it. So he really owns that space in SEO on Google. Like they get a lot of business and they've been doing things over the last few years where they've been signing deals with labels to do all the lyric videos for all the new music. Mm. And one of the things he said, I don't know, a few months ago was something along the lines. He's like, now he goes, it's interesting. He goes now, and he was like, at, more obsessed than us with being an artist. Like we're pretty obsessive. We sold everything and left our home country and moved here. We were pretty dedicated to it. We're not, we haven't stopped the whole time. Um, I imagine there's probably more we could do, but, you know, becoming an artist that actually lives off the art is 
next, like I would say it's fair to say it's next to impossible at this particular point with the volume of, of artists and the gatekeeping yeah. of everything, right? So he was saying, this isn't this particular status, but he posted this one today, um, which I really enjoyed reading. And he had one recently where he was like, I'm in rooms now with all these people at labels that I was desperate to be in years ago when I was going hard at the artist. And I'm realizing that they only put the money in the top 5% performing artists. So all the other artists, they don't give a yeah, fuck about, they'll take losses. And mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. So all that matters is the Drake, the Rihanna, the Beyonce, the Cardi B, the Who are Doja Cat, all the big, big artists. They don't give a fuck about anything else. Like that was always the dream was to be signed and whatever. So he's like, I'm realizing that the dream that him and all of us had was not not a real thing like what we all wanted to be sort of you know get picked up a bit and get some attention and blah 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 then your label like signs you and then elevates you and blah 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 like it doesn't exist it's not a thing so it was interesting him to say that and he was like it was it sort of almost like confirmed he's having success in another path so like why you know hang on to this music dream desperately when maybe it's impossible so he posted this thing today that kind of said the same thing i'll sort of just summarize it rather than read it so he basically just said that he's been um you know being ill vibe for almost 24 years so i guess he started actually recording before us he's put up so many albums so we didn't do as many albums we were on mixtape grind back in the day uh, where he was putting out albums from the beginning and um you know he was saying you know he said it's all he ever thought about all he wanted to do was grow his name and his reach get you know big collabs and and you know he was obsessed and you know he wanted to do it to the next level and he's like in the last couple of years between the, you know, I guess he said the force break. So COVID, he said he went to therapy, finding success in another lane, finding new tribes of people who don't even really know or care that I ever rapped. I found peace and happiness in a new way that wasn't possible in my past life. And he said he went to, drove to Detroit and went to, and listened. He has the Spotify, this is ill vibe. Like I got the Spotify, this is C. I don't know why they chose either of us, but here we are. And he said, he listened to all that music. He goes, uh, that was spanning 2009 to 2022. And he said, he can hear a kid growing up and finding himself. My takeaway from the experience was that I don't know if the best use of my next 24 years is just more of the same. I've said all the things in all the ways. And he's just saying, he's not saying he's retiring, but he's like, you know, if he gets inspired, he'll make a song and stuff, but he doesn't, it might not even be music. He might do something else, whatever. He mentioned a bunch, like a book, a movie, a, a podcast, all the other different things. So, I thought, I just don't know if you guys have any thoughts because I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I don't know how much more I even have to say in music as well. Like I probably do. That's why I want to just live life. Now I'm in a different phase. I haven't written music in this new phase yet. So I'm feeling like I'll have something to say, but I feel like it's one of those things where not the artist that just drops something every six months or 12 months. Like you do something in a longer space, which is what we've been doing the whole time anyway. But I just thought it was really interesting. Like, I don't think we'll ever stop doing music, but like now I know it's impossible. What's, you know, do, is there still an urge to do it or like, is it a good use of time or whatever? I don't know. I just thought that was just a very interesting thought. I don't know if either of you guys have any thoughts on that at all from diff, cause you guys have got different perspectives and shit. Yeah, man. Like, uh, uh, you want yeah, to go down? Go well, for me, it's kind of like it's a similar thing to when, like, like when if you want to become like a a footballer, kind of you get to a point where it's like at this point you should find other other lanes. Whereas, like, but the thing is, in in football and stuff, it's very different 
to, it's like way more difficult to find other lanes which are kind of like heavy football based. You can go into sports science, but sports science isn't necessarily just football. Right. Or you can go into coaching, but coaching isn't necessarily the exact same. It's like completely different to playing. But then when it comes to music, there's a lot, lot of like other lanes you can take to still keep yourself involved within that kind of space. Mm. Whether or not it means you still need to write music or like actually make a song. But I see what you mean regarding you hit like a certain, you know, you maybe like a certain age and it's like, okay, should I, instead of pursuing what I was doing for the past how many years, maybe I should still within the same space, like, but just take a different, you know, direction with it. And like, I don't know, I don't know what other things would necessarily be interesting for you within music, but I know Notion produces and mixes and masters and stuff. But uh, I don't know. Maybe you should be a ghostwriter or something. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I don't know how how you'd even get into that. That's interesting. But I feel like this, this podcast, is like keeping keeping in music. That's the thing, yeah. I like this. I like that for that. Like I want to hear what Nurse has to say as well. But that's a really good point, Dan. It's a great parallel between athletes and, and musicians. And it's not so much like I feel this is really satiating to me because we can still talk about all our shit. We get to talk about our stuff and then we get to talk about mm-hmm. everything else that's happening that's interesting to us. And I feel like we have an interesting perspective and opinion. That's why we've done 118 episodes. Like it's pretty you – know, we've been pretty consistent. We've been charting all over the world and stuff. So obviously people are listening and some people give somewhat of a fuck. Um about everything so yeah i feel like that scratches that itch for me but i feel i don't want to i don't want to stop making music by any means but i'm just less inclined to sort of rush to make more because i don't like it was more like when i was like like what more do you have to say and it's not even about getting to a certain age because now it's it's doing it for the love of it as opposed to doing it for an outcome so it's like, mm. but it's more just like, how many times can I say I'm on the grind and I'm trying to come up? Like, how many more times can I say that mm. shit? So it's like, that's that's the interesting part. But that's why I think you have to live. If someone someone mm. always says, I forgot who it is. There's some like a rapper or somebody who always says they want to they they make a project and they go out and live, and then they live, you know, make then come back and make more music mm. and then repeat. It just seems like a really sort of mm. intelligent process to me to do it that way um i don't know if you have any other thoughts on that Nush. yeah man that's a crazy fucking crazy you know insight and you know like like you said we haven't made as much music as him whatever don't have done it for a, a you know a few years a handful of years less but like pretty much around the time we stopped like performing and shit i was i've like you know we were still writing raps and doing collabs and like putting out features and like you know still doing projects but just not performing and shit like like I kind of felt like, oh yeah, cool. Like, what do you do? Like, and this is also why I'm super thankful that I put my hand up and put my foot forward to be like, I want to be an engineer for the group, and I want to, you know, make this shit sick. Because after you know what we went through back in the day um, with that, like, and I was like, I want to be, I'm going to learn how to do this shit, so we don't have to fucking get ripped off by cunts or you know, quote unquote, ripped off by cunts, and mm. you know, do it ourselves, keep it in house, like. I'm super grateful that I made that sort of like decision because that when we stopped performing and touring actively, um, even though we're still, like I said, doing the collabs and writing stuff, like it's kind of like 
was slowly falling out of love with it because of uh, touring and, you know, live shit was such a cunt sometimes. And anyway, so like yeah. I've always been a behind the boards sonic kind of guy. Like I've been making the beats and like doing the engineering for the whole time. So I always knew that would be something that I'll mu- – music is always going to be part of me. Like I'm always going to be doing it. I do it pretty much every fucking other day, legit. Like I'm either mixing a podcast or mixing vocals for someone or doing my own shit or I'm making a beat. And so, like, you know, it's good to, like... You feel engaged with it still. Yeah, exactly. In, a, in multiple ways. Yeah, exactly. So right. I, can, I still can have a foot in the industry and, and still have my foot in the dream, but I've had that realisation, like, we've had a couple of personal chats, like, um, see, like, where I've asked you, like, you know, I'm turning 40 this year, and I was like, you know, that's, you know, tripping. And also with the music shit, like, I you know, know, it's just... It didn't exactly happen as, as planned and shit, so, like, what, what are you going to do, whatever... So, like, I'm really grateful that I have the production and the engineering, like, under the belt and that I've had so many, like, achievements with both of those things is fucking sick. And the fact that I can still do it and I'm also getting better as I'm getting older because I'm getting smarter and and better at critical thinking, uh, decision-making on the fly, decision-making overall. I'm able to zoom out when I'm able to mix and master a fucking project because usually you shouldn't mix and master the same shit because it's kind of cunty, but... I'm getting better at, at right. separating the hats and uh, and zooming out, like I said. So, like, you know, I'm <clears throat> really happy that I've got those disciplines under the belt because I still want to write and I still will write and I still will rap on cunt's shit. I still will release music. But, like, yeah, like the, it kind of fades fades away and then you get into a different lane, which is why I'm so happy that I found mountain biking a few years ago. And then I, and then I got into getting the big trail bike and then got a GoPro and then started filming for the last couple of years and then the last month YouTube thing going on. So then the mountain biking is going to be my sidestep, excuse me, um, sidestep interest that can also be an income but also can be a new dream that I can start to do whatever the fuck. Like I'll do, I'll ride mountain bikes till I die, till I can't have, till I can't ride a bike. So right. I feel like. I like that. Same yeah. as BOS. Like, I like it's, that. It's smart to do it. Yeah, that. like fuck it. And this is something that I'm starting like, at the halfway point in my life, like, sick. I'll show fucking middle-aged to old cunts how to fucking rip on a bike still. Like, that'll be my angle or whatever. Like, who cares? I'll still Ooh. I'll still do that. So, like, I'm happy that I've still got a foot in the music as far as the production and the behind-the-boards thing. And, like, the rap eventually will get phased out, but I'm happy kind of where it is and I'm kind of like, you know, just, yeah. Yeah. No, it makes sense. The next like um, evolution or whatever. Yeah, that's a good good way to look at it too. It's just like it's cool, and it, it, I kind of still like we're like still doing it without expectations now. Of course. So it's like putting out music, and it, obviously you want as many people to hear it as possible. But I'm not like my self worth isn't tied up in like the numbers of streams or some shit or whatever. Like Never before, really was it, would, with the, it meant with everything. Music stuff because like I guess nothing really popped off to give us like a taste of like, ooh, mm. we're fucking you know. It, we have we've had lots of views yeah. and like you know hundreds of thousands of views overall in total with all that shit, whatever. Um, but like there hasn't been one thing that got millions of views or whatever. So we didn't no. didn't really get that whole like, oh shit. So yeah, we've always been like yeah. quietly on the humble. So it's been like kind of cool. In a way, it's been like, yeah, yeah. slow mm. and steady, I mm. guess. That's a good but we're all, we know we're good lyricists, and we uh, everything comes with a lot of passion. So we can always hold our heads high and fucking, you know, be yeah. comes with that. 
Yeah, no, that's fair. I feel like that's. I'm looking forward to doing our project. It's gonna be sick next because I still want to do that. I still want to like rap and do something different. But I think by the time we actually like you know do a work on it this year, a lot ha- like there would be a decent gap of like since like proactively really writing a lot and then you know working on stuff or whatever. So there'll be like a lot more to maybe talk about, which I think is important for um for what we're doing. I agree. That's gonna be sick, dude. Which is pretty sick. I'm I'm amped for that, and I, you just mentioned about the the mountain bike being your new side hustle. The BOS, the craft beer, was my side hustle, and was never intended to be. And the the other day, I just double checked the way that the um, the podcast. I don't know if it was like just Libsyn, like our host, or if it's how podcasts do. But there's different there's different ways of they measure your podcast downloads and i remember there was like at like eighty thousand or something like a while ago then it kept saying like forty thousand. i was like what the fuck is it just missing stuff i never looked into it and i think it was yesterday or the day before i actually checked and there was like a toggle you could toggle the unique views on unique downloads or like this one called iab and i can't even know what it stands for so i toggled to unique views and i saw we just hit a hundred thousand downloads on bos nice. of all time on uh i guess that's across all podcast platform because it all ties back to that rss feed and that doesn't include that only is from the end of we started april 2015 so it would have been the end of 2017 when we actually got we signed up with libsyn and got hosting we weren't even hosting it properly before i don't even remember how we did it but we weren't measuring the download so we missed two and a half years of eight years worth of data so we would have hit a hundred thousand a while ago but at least i have proof now that it has been 100k so that's pretty dope, that's sick um to 100k see. let's fucking go yeah. mate give us a round of applause for 100k oh let's fucking do it cunts let's fucking do it you know the vibes yep 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 cunts are out here i don't know how many other craft beer podcasts are, are hitting those numbers so you know nice yeah, to fuck, fuck the other off to the squatters the garbage they're garbage <clears throat> daniel you know they're the vibes. terrible horrible terrible, horrible. they're fucking pieces of shit so then, that's all our nonsense out the way. Uh, what do we got here? So let's go through our list, I guess. Do, it. Um, do you guys see that thing in Toronto? There's the, it's called like a Stranger Things experience. Have you seen that shit? Oh, no. No. So like, I think it starts next month in March. And it's like, basically, they've recreated a bunch of scenes from, and, and locations from Stranger Things in one of these like big ass, kind of near you, know, like, like those Lakeshore um you know warehouses where they'd film netflix shows and stuff right so they like made sets and they got actors playing stuff and you can go to like all these different things like where i don't know if you guys have seen it but like different parts of the movie of of the series um seems pretty cool i don't know if you guys really give much a fuck about we watched the finale of the current one last night so we're a little slow because the episodes were so long one episode of this show was two and a half hours was the finale it was a can't uh, no i cannot dedicate that much time to Shit like that, man. Yeah, it's way too much. That's why we didn't watch it for forever. But anyway, I just thought it was kind of cool. I don't know if either of you guys really gave a fuck about it, but it looks kind of like fun. It it looks cool. I'm I'm looking on their website now. It does look quite cool. They don't have like a proper... It looks pretty cool. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. They don't have like a proper video though. I was hoping for like some sort of like trailer to really... Stranger Things, I think Toronto Experience. Oh, okay, yeah. So like... I don't know. Like, I guess you just go through. I don't know. It seems to be like a, they're advertising different drinks. It's like a bar or something that you end up at, which is probably one of the bars that they have 
um, around in the show. And um, you get to like, you can. $116 per person. I think that's the VIP though. I think it, all the cheaper ones sold out. Oh yeah, 80 bucks. No. Okay, fair yeah. enough. It seems pretty pricey, Roof. but I think everything's pricey. They're trying to milk you, mate. mate. Oh, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't like good milk and see fizzy? You know what I mean? Am I right? Fuck! You gotta be a strange one if you don't get milked, mate. Mm. Mm. Daniel's like, call me a cow and just fucking moo. Look that fucking Doja Cat song. That was her first banger, yeah. wasn't it? Just like a that was her first banger, wasn't it? She's uh, a fucking, fucking nutter. She's dressing up like Satan now. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, she's she, uh she's off her tits, she's mate. Worry, mate. Fucking hell. Yeah, she's something so, so wrong. Um, yeah, I'm not you know, she's uh she's she's out here. So there's a bunch of stuff here, notice that you I think you put these here. Yeah. Um L Cool J was on Hot Ones. On Hot Ones. Yeah, struggling. that's a good one. Uh he did a good job. He's just like he kept it very New York and he had all the funny um, you know, funny New York sayings and you know, I thought it was a great episode. He's like literally one of the best OGs. I love him a lot. He's a smooth motherfucker and he's aging well. Um, and yeah, he just, it, you know, Sean Evans is just an absolute elite interviewer and it's just, it's a great episode. You have to watch the that Hot Ones. It's really fire. Did you see that one, Dan? I know you love Hot Ones. No, I haven't watched, I haven't watched Hot Ones in a long time. I've just kind of gone off it. I don't know why. I used to watch it religiously and now I've recently just stopped watching it. Do you reckon it's because, no did, did you say that you recently don't, um, like Hot Sauce hasn't been treating you well? You well yeah. That it's been fucking with you? It, it hasn't been treating me well. Yeah. I can understand why you wouldn't want to watch it. I'm annoyed with that. What's up with that? That's, I don't know, man. It's, it's bad just, it's not a fun time. Bad the aftermath. But, but not just the poos. Yeah. The poos is one side and there's there's the like heartburn. I don't really get the heartburn to be fair. Mine's just more the, just the poo. I can feel my stomach like crippling me from inside. Jesus it Christ. is horrible. Ew. And then and then I'm on the toilet for about an hour. So just, that's what happens. Yeah. Butty burner. No, that's fair. It never yeah. used to happen to me and the butt yeah, that started happening to me recently and then lately, like because I, when I went to the States, I came back with a, some smoothie sour. I, don't, I haven't really drank that many smoothies here. Smoothie sours are just a type of mm. beer for people who don't know. It's like a whatever sour beer with a fuck ton of fruit. So um, I had, I've been having them whenever I drink. I've been having a smoothie now every time. And like even last night, I think I woke up at like fucking whatever, six o'clock. And I'm just I'm like, I want to puke. So I got like Pepto-Bismol on deck and just have to like rock that. Mm. I can kind of feel it a bit now. Like I just feel like, uh, and hot sauce does the same shit. I fucking, I hate huh. that. That's the worst part. I've, I've got some fire Maybe Maybe you should stop, um, stop drinking beer and having hot sauce. Just cut it all out. <laughs> Close beer, OS. It's done. It's over. It's done. We cancel. Canceling drinking beer. Beer is a wrap. Just call it, call it, call it, call it hot sauce and other shit. Wait, what do you have? What, HS? No, but I can't have hot sauce either. either. Hot sauce. Okay, fair enough. Because everything fucks you. Yeah. I don't say hot sauce. I think so. That's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'll take the hot sauce <clears throat> and I'll shelf it. I'll tell you what. Next time you go to the States, man, grab me like the bomb hot sauce. Grab me whatever you, whatever you can get. I should have asked you last time. I actually fully just thought about Right, honestly, right now. So next time, next time we go to the states, Dan got the same fire. stuff. There's some shit that I used to order. Well, can... I stopped ordering it because it like tripled in price since the vid times. Um, it's called Dirty Dicks Hot Sauce, and it's fucking ridiculous. It's a um, like a red pepper sauce 
with like fucking pineapples and shit in it. It's really good. Dirty Dick's Hot Sauce. It was on Hot Ones for one of the earlier seasons and then it was on Amazon for like nine bucks. Now it's like fucking 30 bucks. I'm like, suck a dick, cunt. So, but Dirty mm. Dick's Hot Sauce, everyone loves a Dirty Dick. Pause. Also, maybe not. <laughs> Did they ever? No pause. Also, Dance but, faith. Uh, yeah, Dirty Dick's, bro. That's, it does. Does, does it? Um, it's possibly one does of. Does it taste like a, you know? It's the best shit. You need to end it in your mouth and around like your face hole. So, uh, anyway, so Nick, hot sauce, I mm. give it to me, cunts. Both you cunts, just All right. chuck it in the mail. Slap you on you. You're the only one who can handle it right yeah. now. All right. Beautiful. Love it. All right. What else we got? Uh, Absol did a tiny desk. Is it a new one? It's a new one. Yeah? That's a brand new one. That's good. Um, and it's all shit from um, the Herbert album? From the Herbert album. He did a couple of, uh, there were like interludes slash instrumentals, which were like, you know, throwbacks to like um, his other singles, like Bohemian Grove from, um, Mike, oh, fuck, what was that other album? Um, first oh. Mind Control? No, absolutely. Pineal Gland, no? No. There was a song off that. Called. What was that one yeah. called? That was a great, that was the best one. Um, I have it on my thing, but anyway, yeah, Absol's a mad cunt. You can find it. Um, that's a great tiny desk. Like, it just he, it's it's very intimate. It kind of reminded me of the, of the Mac Miller one a little bit because it was like you know just a nice intimate feel, and I just liked it. It was great. Um, another one. It's, nice. Oh, con- Control System it. was the name of that album. Um, Control System. So anyway, awesome. yeah, must watch if you like fucking Absol in any capacity. It's a it's a fire watch. It's a it's a intimate. Um, tiny desk. It's great. Okay. Love it. We're going to check for that. Now this one, I'm going to take this one. So we've been talking about this every week. So now we've been talking about the, the yay and added our sort of reconciliation about the remaining stock of Yeezy. So the latest update, but I'm still taking it with a grain of salt is that they're saying that they've come to some sort of agreement to sell the remaining stock. So it's about 500 million worth of stock to generate about 1.3 billion of revenue. Um, all talk, no, you know, Ye hasn't said anything, Adidas hasn't said anything, so we don't really know, but it's, the talk keeps ramping up. And I reckon that, I think it's highly likely it's true. Cause I've said here many times, all they need to fucking do is just sell this shit, like figure it out. No one's like, everyone moves on. Everyone has a goldfish memory. Cool. Everyone's mad at Kanye. Sweet. Like, Added out so like they did the thing, the morally appropriate thing was to be like, well, this guy's saying some wild shit that we don't agree with. Let's not work with him anymore. Cool, fair enough. But then he lost his billionaire status because of that. They lost like a significant portion of their revenues. So it's like, you know, money talks more than uh, anything else. So I can see this happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope it happens soon. I don't know what they had planned because all of the sites that had all the Yeezy leaks are just gone. Like they're not even, no one's posting about it anymore. So I think it's sort of like could be anything now, um, whatever they're going to drop this year. So I'm excited if they're going to come back. I'm excited. I'm fairly. I'm actually fairly keen. I might actually look at grabbing them. What are them, the high top joints you have, uh, c What are they? Probably will. Uh, the 500s, 500 I'm probably going to have a look at something along that. Do they have them in black? It's the, so okay. So the way that it drops, it doesn't work you like that. Just, you don't get there's to, a color. That's it. They're the ones. If you if you, no, well, it's whatever they drop. So oh. like this, you know, usually it's like one a month or something. Sometimes more a month. Actually, that's just not true. Sometimes one a week. But it will just be 
this, it'll be the 350 zebras or whatever. And that's what, that's what they're dropping. And that's it. You can't, oh, do you have it in there? It doesn't work like that. So if you want to okay. do it that and shop, go to StockX and you'll pay 800,000, whatever it is for, for the s- secondary. So it's really, you just got to check every single day and see when something drops and then see if you like that thing that they are dropping. Okay. So it's like, it's almost like beer in, in that way. Like they're just going to drop stuff. You like it, you don't like it type shit. You know how they do it. So, yeah, you could, you could just see, keep an eye on it. Like, I check to confirm that every day. I haven't stopped checking it. I go on every single, it's like one of the first things yeah, I do. Yeah, I never see anything on it, though. There's nothing there. No, they haven't really oh, shit. Cool. So it's possible now. <clears throat> so, you know, we'll keep checking and maybe we'll have some, uh, some more luck coming up soon. I checked my points balance. So they have this, I don't know if we might have talked about it ages ago. They have these like points system. I forgot what it's called. The Addy Club points or some shit like that. And like there's four different levels and I've lost, I was at like 44,000 points and now I'm, I checked yesterday or whatever and I was like, like 17K now, but I'm still in the, wow. I know as much cause it drops after a year, like whatever you bought a year ago, then it goes. And I guess I haven't ha- bought a pair since before. Did I get one moving? I think I got one since I lived here because then I think I got you to, they fucked up and sent it to my old address. So I think it was like the, mm-hmm. the foams or whatever, the Onyx foams, but, um, it's been a while, so I guess I'm losing all those points, but I'm still in the top tier, so that means I still got a chance. Because then the other thing you got to gamble, so you might decide you like a pair when they drop it, and then you just go into a raffle, and it's just you get it or you don't. And being the volatility of the relationship and of maybe you might never get it again, it's pro- my guess is going to be harder than ever to get them. Oh, it's going to be harder than probably 2018. When it was like so hyped, and it was like every single drop, your your likelihood of getting it was so low, mm. like ridiculously low, and like you could resell everything easily for like triple, yeah, like ways like. But now, like it got to a point where everyone was like, it was way easier to get, and everyone wasn't even they didn't even care about reselling because they didn't get enough. So, right, so it's, it could go either way because people could still be pissed about the comments. So true, but then I still think that makes it even more rare. I think people are gonna be like, people are just gonna be like, oh, no one wants them. And no, it's not that not no one wants them. It's like it's such a rare find at this point that even like there's gonna be so many people who don't want them. So there's gonna be less of them. Like you're gonna see less of them on the street, and it's gonna be just the rarity of them. Mm. It's just gonna make it like the hype go through the roof i think personally yeah that's a unfortunately fair point for uh for those of us who yeah aren't super hype beasts and just happen to like these shoes and just want to buy them and wear them at retail price i don't want to pay double triple any of that fuck shit so the good thing notice is the the pair that you like and they i think they do have like blackish color ones i I can't remember because i you just see whatever's around you have to check stock x but um they're like one of the least popular right? in the highs, huh. for sure. Like the lows, the 500 mm-hmm. lows, they look, and they're also by far the most comfortable of all the Yeezys, mm, of all the different that's ones the that I've I'm, had. Mm, I think I've got, one. yeah, they're really, Comforting. really like padded well. Um, so they are, you probably, that would be, if they had one that you liked, that you would probably have a reasonable chance of getting that. You probably, I would probably just do it for you from my side. It would be a lot easier because you got a much bigger chance if I'm not going for it and then, Probably not. I want the lows. But anyway, so we shall see what happens with the Yeezys. I'm feeling mm-hmm, mm-hmm, optimistic mm-hmm. and, and like choose it. to remain that way. Um, alrighty. Uh, Lil Yachty and Drake did 
a podcast, I guess, conversation. Yeah, so for something called Future. <clears throat> so Mood. little Yachty has little little Yachty has a company called Future Mood, and it's a YouTube channel. Um, from what I understand, it, I think it's oh. his, or he's a partner in, or maybe just the host of. But it's his sort of thing. The way he's talking about it, it's like it's his thing. And at the in the middle of the episode, he's like, he named the segment. So he's going to be doing a series which is called a moody conversation with blah blah blah. So then he happens to be in Turks and Caicos, and then Drake's there, and they're just having a literally chat on two chairs on the sand, and there's a sunset in the corner, but. They're just like, you know, having a chat. Um, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty light. Um, there's like moments of like hectic shit, and, but, it, but it's very light and funny and like it's very high school and buddy-buddy. So it's a very fun interview to watch. Yeah. Did you see it, Dan? I haven't seen it. I want to see it. I've seen um, clips from fucking, what's the Twitter? Uh, no, IG account. No, Grand Wizard. Oh yeah, he's so I've funny. I've seen clips because yeah. of it. He's so good. There's a, little, there's a lot of and, clips around. Um, uh, funny as fuck. But yeah, I've only seen a few clips. I haven't, I haven't watched the whole thing. And Drake's like, said- I saw him compare himself to like a big pair of tits. I saw that. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, yeah, Drizzt. yeah. Big pair of tits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they go, yeah. They go on he said something briefly. Super, super random. Okay. I like that. And he mentioned something about the only one I saw was the thing about uh, him potentially gracefully exiting rap. Yeah, I think it was clickbait, though. I okay, think. he says that he's, he's just, pretty young. He still. says he's entertaining the idea of it, and it's like something that enters his mind for like you know the next ten years of his life. So like he's just kind of like looking at that being a thing. Like how you know when will he do it and how will he do it? And he's just entertaining the thought of it. He's not going to do it. He's still going to do. And even when he like does retire, he says he's still going to be heavily involved with developing artists and doing shows and doing coming back and doing like features and or whatever. Like he's still going to be heavily involved, kind of like what we're talking about before with uh, both of us. So yeah, um, he was just saying like he's, he's thinking about it, and you know that idea has been throwing been thrown around. I mean, he's been throwing it around in his head. So yeah, it was it was well it was okay. kind of well explained, but that little snippet clickbaity bit like definitely makes you want to watch it. I'm on it. Uh, how long does it go for? Um, 35 minutes. Nice. Short Ooh, short and efficient. Nice. All right. I might fuck with that tonight. Yeah, even. it's good. I watched it just cool. before we were right. on the air right now. It's great. Yes, you mentioned that. Cool. I love it. I'm here for it. All right. We've got a bunch of other ones. We could probably just like do these like kind of uh, faster pace then. Um, so Jake Paul just fought Tommy Fury tonight and they've been talking shit to each other for forever and uh, he blames Drake because Drake bet on Jake Paul winning and they always joke about the Drake curse whenever he's sort of involved in some sort of sports he shit like shit. they lose there's some um, guy on the internet sorry quick sidestep some guy on, on Instagram I saw today um, some dude from Toronto um, he was saying that he's been on some crazy streak and has been winning on the NBA games and he's been showing screenshots of his sports bet app or whatever the fucking thing's called. And uh, he said that Drake hit him up on Instagram via DM for sports bet tips because Drake's unfortunately a heavy gambler and um, mm. this guy had had a crazy streak and, you know, Drake was asking him for advice and he's selling like packages of like whatever and now he's was boasting like, yo, I, my prices went up kind of thing because um, Drake was asking me about gambling tips because he's such a mad cunt. So, yeah, crazy. Gambling sucks but... You know, can't do it. So whatever. 
Interesting. Isn't that wild? Okay. Yeah, gambling sucks, yeah. dick. Yeah, man. Fucking hell. Um, it's pretty funny. So Drake curses back because I think he broke it with something. NBA or Super Bowl or some shit Super recently. Bowl rings like, a bell. Yeah, the Drake press yeah. is finally. I think it was Super Bowl. Yeah, and then right back at it. So that's pretty funny. Cheeky. The meme because it just happened. As <laughs> the memes will be funny. Uh, what else we got? So Toby Nwigwe dropped the song called "I Choose You," um, like a, one of those sort of performances that he does on Instagram. Yeah, the, the, that no, she sent to me today. Yeah, the mint, and, se- mint sessions because these, his house. They call that okay. yeah, that little section of the house, or maybe maybe whatever. Uh, their whole like aesthetic is everything's mint. It's like that cool green color. What do you call very, that? Very very dope. And well, they how did, do you describe mint? Uh, I would call it mint. Mint green is like a. It's just like this uh, soft green, pastel green, pastel, pastel green, pastel green. Good one. Pastel, however you say it. Yeah, so their whole set's like yeah. that whole monotone sort of thing, and they do sets in their house. And it's another performance from that set. It's just a new song, and it's just it's brilliant. It just moved me heavily, and I sent it to you on uh, Instagram DM because yeah. it's a quick little snippet. I'm sure it's on YouTube or something, but like it's that's the full magical. song. No, it was like I watched the whole thing. It was like three and a half, four so minutes. That was, it, it, that was the only place it was posted. I didn't look anywhere else because you sent it, and I was like, okay, it's the whole thing. Let me watch. I don't always check for his stuff because I've heard bits and pieces, and it's all it's all good. I just I couldn't always be bothered listening. And it was fantastic. Like, the the singers were fucking insane, and he had this, like, interesting rap all the way through this kind of verse that didn't have, a like, just, like a lot of drums or anything. It was very soft-spoken. It was just weird. Just it was just like it's a slow jam. Yeah, it was like it was like really like really like yeah, you know, actually rapping, but like very soft. So obviously the mics were turned up, yeah. and it was just I don't know, it was cool. It was it was a really uh, great piece of content. It was just like a, a great song. It was well well done. So yeah, the exceptional uh, vocals from uh, David Michael Wyatt is his name. Um, part of the backup mm. singers for Toby and and Fat and everybody, but yeah, David Michael Wyatt, he's unbelievable. Like the l- lyrics of that thing and the way he sang it and delivered it, like just. I got full body goosebumps and I was like, fuck. So I sent it to you straight away. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Toby's got killer. some fire. He's out here. Fire, fire. Shouts to Uncle Tobes. Absolutely killer. And so, look, something uh, way more important which fast food fry oh. are you choosing? What is which the one? goat of the fry? You're the best fry. Dun, dun, dun. So, last time we had the burg. Did we have, what was it? It was a favorite burger, I think, last time. And this one is what the favorite burger. fry. Burger, okay. So the favorite mm-hmm. frat, and in this particular piece of uh, content that I saw here, um, it said the examples that it gave. I forgot that it went to the beginning, you mother bitch. Here it is. All right. Um, it said Chick-fil-A, Burger King, mm-hmm. Five Guys, Mm-mm. Macca's, mm-hmm. Popeye's, or Arby's. These were the ones to okay. choose. No, Wendy's. But like... Wendy's. I think in the in that example, the there are three Wendy's was this clear list. standouts. Okay. And I think those are okay. McDonald's, mm-hmm. Chick Fil A, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Five Guys. Okay, so Five Guys got interesting for that because there's like the ones where they just give you like mm-hmm. the bag is just full of them, but they throw it at you, and they're the, they're more like throw. How do you describe? They're not like you know like McDonald's ones like yellow and crisp. And like whatever these yeah. ones are, like the brown fries that are like kind of all like haggardly cut, like you know they're they look, raw dog. They look real. Raw they look dog. Real, as that, opposed that to that skin on them? Kind of fake. Is there yeah. skin on the potatoes? 
yeah, it could be part of yeah, the skins yeah. on that could also be why. It could be the seasoning, could be different kinds of potatoes they use. Mm. Um, I went in the States, I had Chick-fil-A because I had it in Toronto and I, it was horrible. It just was salt, bro. I think I talked about that last time. And it was fantastic last weekend. I was very impressed. Um, the Chick-fil-A fries because they had the waffle fries. Fry, sorry, fry, mm, fry, 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 singular. So fry, fry. Um, they're pretty fire. The A and W ones aren't bad either. Yeah, A and W would be up there. A and W ones that's pretty lit. But for me, I think the best if you can get a ten out of ten, like best McDonald's when fry they're fresh though, is best otherwise, otherwise is better than even. any other fry. What about Shake Shack fresh fry? I had them. They they got great fresh they got great fresh fries, but you reckon, I think ooh, McDonald's I, is the best. Like if you can get like a ten out of ten McDonald's, as in like the perfect fry. McDonald's because it's perfectly salty, it's piping hot, it's crispy. Then that's better than any other. Because you like it. Do okay. you like it a thin fry as opposed to like you know a chip? So you're more of a fry than a chip man. Is that what like I'm saying? It. Like, do you like Wendy's or you, do you like fish and chip shop chips? I do like Wendy's. I like the Wendy's. Wendy's ones. is fire because they, <clears> they use I real like sea salt. But like, do you like like thinly cut fries? Macca's is the quintessential golden fucking. Fry like the the fries the the absolute like the emoji of fries in the fucking apple you know thing it's it's the McDonald's fries like that's the one like cunts know but like some people prefer like a fat chip like you know potato chip fry thing whatever the fuck mm. you know what I mean like an actual thick one pause but like depends on do you prefer a thin one or a thick mm. one pause right I'm I'm not a fan of the girthy fry. Because that's why I would, I would personally lean towards a Wendy's fry than a Macca's fry, even though I'm accustomed and grown up on Macca's fries. I like a thicker fry paws, and I like I want that sea, actual sea salt rather than like I don't know the goddamn sugar salt that McDonald's fucking get the table from goddamn the, yeah, fucking goddamn motherfuckers where I get it from. So Wendy's has kind of got the edge on it, but then also A and W have the fat fries too, but the seasoning ain't lit. So that's, you know, that's mm. why I would go for a do you think Popeyes. Something to do with no, you're right. Popeyes actually right. isn't not bad because if I get one of them chicken sangers and I, I chuck the picture. chips in the burger, then they got enough flavor on them. They're okay. Mm. But if you have to get them fresh too because if they've been sitting around, they just get all like cardboardy. But if they're fresh, they're you gross. slap them yeah, in the that's burger. Dead. It's like that's it's a slut fest. So I don't know. That's, that's my mm. thoughts on the chip situation. Mm. I reckon that the the fat ones there's there's something to be said about the texture because like if you're talking like the thinner ones they're typically crispy or crunchy and the fatter ones are mm -hmm. often like they don't always have a crispness like they're just kind of like squishy yeah yeah sometimes if yeah. they're done right they've got a mix of both where maybe the the tips of it are, are crispy and then the other parts are not so it all depends on like mm -hmm. like a fish and chip shop could have just killer fucking fries they don't really have that here do they uh. we don't really have like yeah it's not not a big thing. If you go to like a British pub and you might be able to get you order fish and chips, it's similar-ish, but it's yeah. not like the same as the, even the British fish and chip shops are different to the Aussie ones too, but it's similar. It's mm. basically the same shit, but it's just approached a little different. Um, Interesting. So they don't really have like, I've never seen any authentic Aussie fish and chip style, or that style of it, like abroad anywhere. That's true. Which are actually... Mm. They should just open one in like Toronto and Vancouver, wherever a bunch of fucking Aussies are in London or whatever. Like someone should fucking do that shit. Actually, why would you? They should do. It's open it here. If you're in London, though, wouldn't you? 
have the British one. I don't know. Either way, fries. I'm hungry as fuck. We keep talking Honestly, about food, I'm so man. hungry now. You're talking about this fish and yeah. chips and shit. Um, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. We're we're in the tail end of all this. <laughs> um, so we know the fry. Um, all right. So Lil Wayne dropped a single with Swiss Beats and DMX, and uh, apparently it's kicking off the rollout for the Carter Six. Six. Which is uh, cool. Did you guys hear that song? Because I did I not. I did not. No. I haven't heard it, no. Ooh. Okay. So no, no mm. idea. I only heard the snippets. I've, I've, on I've been social. seeing lots I, of like I, I, videos of Lil Wayne skateboarding or getting better at. So even Lil Wayne's moving away from. He's not moving away from music at all, but he's moving into an action sport. So you know, basically, I'm the same as Lil Wayne. You know what I mean? But I'm basically, a sicker on a bike. I bet you really. he couldn't ride a bike still. I can't ride a skateboard, oh, so he's, he's probably way better at a skateboard than me. But anyway. That's fair. We're both That's action fair. sports. I like that. Cunts. Um, I think it's. I think you're a bit of a hard cunt if you're a skateboarder because it's like, yeah, they're some of the most disciplined sports cunts out there because they just like try and try and try and try again no matter how much they get hurt. I just admire that so much. Like I will do the same thing on a mountain bike, but I've also got suspension and like cushy tires and like stuff like that. So like these cunts are just like hard, hard cunts. You know what I mean? So skateboarders mm, ruining their joints. Ruining their joints. I've got. I'm. I'm like slowly ruining my joints. I've slowed the the ruining process down. That's what I'm trying to do with my mm. physical activities. And so you can even, you know, whatever. I was gonna say some dirty shit. We'll skip that. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it like what. It's all you can do. Hey, it's all you can do is to slow. All it down. you can do is slow it down. As mate. you get old. Hey. Uh, so I'm. Carter Six sounds like uh, I didn't realize he was doing that. So you know, let's see. I'm always amped for uh, New Wayne. He's been he's been on a run lately. Shouts to Weezy. So that's Weezy fun. F. Um, other new music. Quavo dropped another song. I guess it was dedicated to Takeoff. And in that song, he mentioned that the group Migos is done. Like they'll never be able to. Yeah, revisit that. And he's basically said, "Stop asking about it. It's done." Yes, and was he dissing Offset in that song? I believe he was, from what I saw. Really? I don't know if it was like a direct diss, but it's probably like a sub subliminal kind of thing. I know they really don't get on. Yeah, you can know it's like serious. It's they're, just, they're just mates, but, right? Uh, they're not actually family. Yeah. Like, no, they're family. They are family. I think he's cousin. Mm. So uh, takeoff was Quavo. They're cousins. Uh, Quavo's Takeoff's uncle, and I think yes. um, Offset is cousins either with one of them. Oh, well, don't okay. know which one. I it was, yeah, all right. <sighs> Probably Qu like Quavo if he's the uncle, and then, then Takeoff is like the kid that's like our cousin Daniel's kids, yeah, type of thing. Like to us, so yeah, it's kind of yeah. like cousin. I think it's first cousin once removed is technically what it is. Um, or like Clem was to us, type of thing. He like that. So, uh, yeah. That's interesting. So I don't know. I, I saw a bunch of talk about it, and it. I think it dropped. I think it was like middle of the week or some shit. It was midweek. It's actually quite a good song. It's like a proper Quaver rap song. It wasn't like a, an emotional kind of. Right. It, was it felt bit... like a proper trap, trappy, bad and bougie kind of type of. Okay. Type beat, you know. I gotta actually peep it. Um. So that's cool. So shouts to to them. I hope they all figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um. Mm -hmm. Now. These keep popping up like every week, but these type of uh, little, what do you call them? Little like a whole bunch of album covers and it tells you these albums graphic. were dropped. Yeah, like a graphic that dropped a different year. So this one now I have is hip hop albums released in 1999. 
This is the least, this one is the least, the most pointless one because it's like, what, 24 years? It's not even like a real, you know, 25-year anniversary or 30-year, whatever. It's like strange that someone made this. But I was like, I don't know. We've been reading mm. these things out. So this is 1999. I just thought it was an interesting year because I feel like this it's is the least dope. I feel like it's the least dope compared to some of the other years that we've done this for. Okay. So I'm just going to read out some of the albums that dropped in this year in this graphic. There's only uh, 16, so I'll do it quick. Cool. So Eminem, Slim Shady LP. Uh, the Roots, Things Fall Apart. Awesome. Jay-Z, In My Lifetime, Volume 3. Uh, Dr. Dre, 2001. Yes. Um, Project Pat, Getty Green. Red Man and Method Man, Blackout. DMX and then there was X. Most Def, Black on Both Sides. Okay, this is better Sick. than I saw it now. I'm saying it out loud. Uh, Nas, Nas, Nostradamus, Pharaoh Munch, what's the album called? Internal Affairs, uh, Tech Nine, The Calm Before the Storm, Nas, I Am. Are you both in the same year? Interesting. Um, Biggie, Born Again, Inspector Deck, un, what's it called? Uh, Uncontrolled Substance, uh, Tupac and the Outlaws, Still I Rise, and Missy, is that, um, I think it's her second album. I can't, doesn't say the title on it. Um, I don't think I know a lot about that, but I don't know. Not a bad year. Honestly, that's sick. For 1999 was a good fucking year. I remember that shit like pretty well. It was fire. Yeah, same. same. Those albums definitely got me through. I fucking... I was, Shut up. <laughs> you fucking child, Daniel. Um, fucking Daniel. Fucking... Nine, nappies, I was in like mate. grade 10 and I got my laptop at school and I was fucking like banging all the tunes. I was showing all the Going cunts hard, and I got mate. all the shit for like listening to hip hop and you know, cunts were like, Did you have a CD drive? I was like, Yeah, nah, it's sick still. Eat my dick, cunt. Fucking, you know? Suburban cockheads. Fucking cockheads. Yeah, cockheads. Uh, dickheads. <laughs> fucking dickheads. Fucking dickhead, and then the last thing I want to, right? Fucking dickhead. The last thing I want to mention was um, there's a new movie called Cocaine Bear. Mm. That I keep seeing Quality. everywhere. I'm just pulling it up on Twitter now. Quality. Um, you guys know anything much about that? Nah. I saw it advertised. Sounds sounds and, pretty uh, self-explanatory. It, Sorry. It's it's literally what it says in the title, and they're like transporting cocaine. Bear gets a hold of it, takes cocaine. Is that the one that's based on a true story? Yeah, but I I heard when I like, I studied film like years ago, and mm-hmm. apparently there's no law or anything that says that you can like there's nothing that prevents people from saying that any movie can say that. So it's like it might not necessarily be true, but I guess I don't know, not every movie says that. So I guess maybe it's true. So interesting. I've just heard about it. I did long before that I knew there was a movie. Like I'd heard the story before about some bear that like ah. got into cocaine and then I'd, I imagine the movie is probably about the bear going crazy and like killing yeah. things. But I think in yeah, I think in real life he just had so much cocaine he went crazy and died. They had a heart attack. That's what I understand. Rogan and them, excuse me, um, always talked about it. How much coke would a bear yeah, have to have some... to get like zonked out? I think it ate, like they said they found like um, kilograms in its stomach, like five <gasps> kilos or something in its stomach. Wow, and that's not including, because it just ate it, right? That's not including the shit that it in, uh, ingested already. And it was like a brick in its stomach because it just kept eating it. So obviously it was, I think that's 
Like if that's insane, the, imagine probably the the heart attack didn't kill the bear, then the the brick of powder in its stomach would have uh, oh my killed God. the poor fella. Thank God, like wow. So all all it says do after a five hundred pound I don't do drugs. <laughs> don't do drugs. After a five hundred pound black bear consumes a significant amount of cocaine and embarks on a drug fueled rampage, an eccentric gathering of cops, criminals, tourists, and teenagers assemble in a Georgia forest. That's all it is. That sounds like it's so the it biggest pretty... waste of time. Sounds fun. If you pay to see that fun. at the movie yeah. theater, you're a fucking duffer, mate, because you could just watch that. Oh, here just it is. Kick it back on Netflix. Wait yeah, till that comes on Netty, mate, and just like that sounds like a Netflix. And it's not, 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 not yeah, a I'm really surprised it's not quality movie. Yeah. No. no, unless you just want to get really lit and laugh I mean, about it. But it says fun. here that it was loosely inspired by the true story of the cocaine bear, an American black bear that ingested millions of dollars of lost cocaine in 1985. 85. So. It must have been good coke back no. in 85 still. Just Probably less. Uh, 85, that's a long, long time. Long, yeah. long. No yeah. fentanyl, oh. no nothing. No, just all the good oh. stuff, mate. Just straight from, where were they make? Where Couldn't they make imagine. Coke? Fucking, where's it come from? Columbia. Yeah, straight from Colombia. Colombia. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. Wow. Well then. Yeah, so, you know, mm. get some real coke in you. And it, was there a... We don't, we don't condone drugs, oath. mate. Fucking oath. No, 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 no. Don't, no, don't, no, don't, don't do drugs. drugs, mate. No, we don't do that, mate. We don't do that. I'll just uh, smoke no, legal I mean, weed. Do the legal ones. All right, just take it easy. You know what I'm saying? Everything's legal. Everything's legal. Uh, anything else we want to touch on before we uh, wrap this bitch on up? Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess not. <laughs> I know we don't even ask you guys. I just wrap uh, it up. Let's do the thumbnail, and then we'll uh, we'll GTFO as the children say to let everyone get back to their wonderful day, their evening. Maybe you're taking a shit listening to this. Shout out to you if you are. You know what yeah, I'm saying? If you're having a shit listening to this, bro, to I'm you. holding a plant out of a cup of tea. Okay, then let's do it. Ready? <laughs> oh man, computers. Um, Daniel, where can everybody uh, find you online, you fucking cocaine bear? <laughs> uh, I, Dan Johnson, on Instagram and Twitter, and um, HGFGXMNG on Instagram. I just uploaded two videos, so give me to give, give me, me like. That's what I'm saying. Comment, share it, save give it. Give me a like, comment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. No stop. Mate, mm. I'm out here fucking at Notion Baby on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Notion mm. MTB on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, fucking give me a shout. Illnotestudios.com, NotionBeats.com. Get a dog up ya, inside you, round ya. You're all a bunch of mad dogs. See, Feezy? Fuck yeah. Grab me at CWFOR on Instagram and Twitter, CWTMF on Facebook and TikTok. Everybody, thank you for tuning mm-hmm. in and watching and listening. Once again, mate, throw us a thumbs up if you enjoyed the episode. Hit subscribe below and hit the gosh darn notification bell, please, Ding. Timothy. So you know when the new episodes drop. Follow us everywhere at Bad Habits Pod. That's actually not everywhere. That's a complete lie. It's Bad Habits Pod on Instagram. Um, and we're going to be uploading, obviously, the trailers and stuff there, but uh, some new stuff, the things we're going to be talking about. And uh, make sure you follow us everywhere else at, at The Movement Fam. Uh, if you didn't grab the Valentine's Day mixtape, I've got the mm-hmm. um, the link in the description because that shit was slapping. You can bust that all year round. Um, mate, and throw us a five-star rating. If you're on any of the podcast platforms, throw us a five-star. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not for anything else, for my new microphone that, uh, you know, 
It's fun. You know. And he's five stars. Trying to think of something funny. There's nothing funny about it. Just five stars. Um, all right, y'all. We'll see you motherfuckers next time. Get a dog up here. Dogs. Peace Wolf. out. Wolf. Wolf. Cunt. Oh. 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 Wolf. Cunt. Wolf. Cunt. Wolf. Cunt. <laughs> Cocaine dog. Yeah. Wolf. 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 Get a fucking dog up you, mate. <laughs> All right. Ta-ta now. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. 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 Bye.